0: Well, I don't actually even really know the answer to this, and so we can mm-hmm. we can kind of get cranking like the other day. But why? I've mentioned this in the previous podcasts that you left opera, um mm-hmm. at a very successful point in your career mm-hmm. and uh, went to real estate. Why real estate? What was the motivation, interest for that specifically? Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's not really an easy, easy answer for me why real estate. I think the person-to-person interaction was a draw. And mm-hmm. when I first moved to Philadelphia, I you know kind of had to take whatever job because I really didn't know what I was going to do next. I just knew that opera, you know, I'm just going to set that aside for at least a period of time, but I was pretty serious that I more likely than not was not going to go back to that. So, right. So it was just like, all right, I'm going to get my feet on the ground here. Uh, I have no idea what's going to happen. I have no idea what I'm going to do. And so when I was working at, I was managing this bakery randomly mm-hmm. um, which I've never done before in my life. Uh, I met a lot of people that happened to be in real estate and I really enjoyed all of them. And one of them, you know, her have a Sue Margo who is my team principal and and it basically just fell into place. You know, I, I think I got to know her naturally at the shop and I got my real estate license and reached out to her. And really within a couple of minutes, she was like, Hey, you know, we'd love to have you. Like, let's, let's meet up and chat. And I, I didn't even think twice about it because I just knew she was a person of high integrity and, um, you know, clearly a very intelligent and savvy businesswoman. And I, I knew she was somebody I'd want to learn from, Um, right? So I worked out and I didn't think, yeah, I didn't think too hard about it. I I gave myself real estate as an option, Um, but, you know, I I did that design thinking course at MIT too. Um, So -hmm. it's like, okay, maybe I'll get into that. Um, But that was all on top of, you know, working full time. And then I, I got my license and I just thought, what the heck, you know, um, I'm going to go with it and and just see see where it leads nice yeah <laughs> but I I know I know it's like oh yeah because it's, no. it's, well I didn't make it sound you know I wasn't like hey you should all do this it's, it was magical it really right. wasn't I mean it was um it was okay terrifying. that's a great segue <laughs> what where has the magic come into play now what parts of it oh, are magical that you can really relate great. to like yeah <laughs> well no it is it is I actually i really like my life please, but i've please worked quote mary a oliver She's quote Wait, her which, right which now part? which part Oh, my favorite Ooh. my favorite and arguably one of the only few quotes of hers i know um uh what do you plan to do with your, your one, one wild and precious life wild and precious life is that yeah. is that okay, so, yeah that is the one yeah um so, so where has the magic yeah, come it's in from a, a longer poem but that's a little yeah. People use it as a snippet because it is such a great line. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you want to know, Desiree? <laughs> it's going super. Yeah, it's going really well. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that I'm still tuned in. Oh Lord. So I want to know. Listen, I I imagine you would agree uh, that having or being in opera was was magical. That, yeah. many times Very much so fun. in what ways we talked about the similarities or the yeah what I'm trying to ask is in what ways are the real estate career in what ways oh did you do the structure lord no in what I ways are they know. similar <laughs> Or, what's the magic in the what's the magic in real it. estate or just <laughs> my life in general right now or what what do you get? let's go with both let's go with both okay let's go um those. well, the magic in real estate for me is always being on the journey with people for one of the biggest financial and emotional decisions of their life and i i i love that i really thrive uh in that kind of relationship where you know i I can listen to somebody's needs, figure out things that maybe they don't even know they need, right, and mm-hmm. put it in front of them, and, you know, try to try to meet their goals, but uh, at the same time, set expectations for maybe what can't be, mm-hmm. um, and watching them find ease in the experience where I think there's plenty of people that think of buying a house or or selling a house as, oh, this is going to be treacherous. And it really shouldn't be. Uh, And so my goal is always to make it as seamless and as human as possible, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And every once in a while, you know, there are these contentious, days of negotiating and that kind of thing but i think when you keep it on a human level with everybody involved it really it does feel like okay i can get through this experience and it and it's actually enjoyable and I'm, i can learn as i go um well something you brought up yeah. Friday that you know i i've never purchased a home and mm-hmm. uh you know it's it's a um it's a thought that I think may go overlooked by by many who have not mm-hmm. uh, participated in the experience. But you were talking about how when people are buying a home, it, it usually comes at a very um, emotional oh. time in their life. And, you know, that's something mm-hmm. that, again, I, I hadn't really spent much time with. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just, just highlight some of those life well, changes. Sure. And, yeah, I mean, people get married they want to move in together or they're, you know, just a couple of partnership and they want to move in together. Uh, they break up, they got to move out. Mm -hmm. There's a baby born, you know, there's maybe an in-law who passed There's Mm -hmm. You know, the need to be by family in order to help out, Mm -hmm. um, death of the family, there's a new job, right. Which equals for a lot of people, you know, very sometimes excitement and sometimes like some some big nerves going into it, mm-hmm. and so the thought of having to buy a house and having to figure all of that out on top of saying, Oh my gosh, I'm jumping into this brand new position and right. and how am I going to navigate that so so how okay, so yeah, now, what types of experiences as an opera singer or a collaborator musician do you do you feel like? and I know you, and I know how you work, mm-hmm. I know you are at an advantage um, in this career just based on the fact, I think, that you are a wonderful human who has related with all sorts of people on all walks of life um, through music, mm-hmm. in fact. So what kind, of, you know, what kind of qualities do you bring to the table as a former opera singer that maybe a real estate agent that, you know has that maybe went into this career initially does not have well first of all thanks that's a nice thing okay <laughs> um <laughs> and you know i think i've a lot of times i don't quite get it right um but i think whether it was you know playing sports growing up or um you know, on student council or then going into my opera career, you know, I I did want to gel with everybody. And that doesn't mean that you necessarily, you know, are compatible as friends with everybody or, um, you know, that you'll go out with them after the show uh, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, get a cup of coffee before a rehearsal. You might not have that kind of relationship with everybody. You really won't. But... Mm-hmm. I think the goal is always to welcome everybody as they are and, and, you know, over time develop that sense of of who you are and be able to bring that to the table consistently. And that's hard to carve out. Um, I don't know that I ever fully, Got there. I, w- I was genuine in my opera career, but I think I struggled with perfectionism so much at that time that it got in the way of, you know, the, like the core of my authenticity, you know. Mm-hmm. So there were shades mm-hmm. of it in everything I did, sure. but but I never really felt like I, I got there because, you know, there there were lots of layers that I hadn't peeled back. Yet um for myself, but I will say that i did i did do my best to you know i guess cherish who everybody else is um mm. and myself, but like to to bring you know to bring a sense of um hey it's it's okay to be whoever you are um right, and also you know humor helps so <laughs> it does it does you're not funny by the way (laughs) oh boy yeah um yeah so so okay it does it does so highlight some things that you feel like have have really brought you to understanding your authenticity Mm -hmm. work related or otherwise Mm -hmm. uh therapy therapy great i also Um, by the way i want to talk about your poetry Oh, sure. Um, yeah, art, finding ways to make art that are either, like, new or, like, you know, something that I used to do, that's kind of more like the writing that, you know, I used to do that, but now it's kind of coming more into the forefront. And um, I would say really paying attention to what I bring to relationships big and small mm. in my mm-hmm. life and the impact so the bigger ones have had over time uh and also taking full responsibility for you know my fifty or fifty five or sixty percent you know of of each relationship so right but I think there therapy is a big one and our uh, mm. yoga is has always been, not always, but, you know, for the last eight or so years, it's mm-hmm. been a really big part of... And you staying, started that yoga journey when? Uh, 2012, 2013. Yeah. When you were at Arizona Opera? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I just started doing yoga. I don't know. I was just like, ah, I got to start doing yoga. And I started, mm-hmm. and I and I did it every day in my apartment. By myself um because at that point I wasn't confident enough to go to a class oh wow um yeah. and you know I mean that's somebody who's like I was very athletic I've always been very athletic and <laughs> what? I, I, what I have to Are interject laughing? The, I'm laughing because oh, no. I'm remembering the one class <laughs> oh, well not the wow. one we did a few classes yeah. together one yeah, of the classes in Philly where mm-hmm. you know we were we were side by side and mm-hmm. um you know, I was I was very modified in a position for obvious reasons, and you were the exact opposite. And I think you were like practically upside down. Oh, and I saw your face. Do you remember this? I I do, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what position it was, <laughs> but I was thinking I was like, oh hi, Beth. You look like, <laughs> oh boy. Really I, you know what down. I think it was? I think it was extended side angle, and I was like, yeah, in my that mind. sounds right. And you, were you were basically standing. Like you weren't. You were. Your legs were apart. You know, I remember that like there, but that yeah. was like it, and one was slightly bent, like that that's as far as no, but cool. to actually that was right I end. think it's good to actually bring that up because um I mean we make fun i'm I'm able to you know bust your chops about it because of course we've been friends for a long time, but but right. honestly, yoga isn't like that, and over time, and the more I read on yoga it's it's easy for people to just kind of say like, oh, it doesn't matter, you know, Just it doesn't matter what you do. Nobody else is looking at you and, and um, you know, and uh, the practice can just be your own. And it's, it's easy for people to say that. And I think it's also easy to then therefore as a listener go like, yeah, right. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be that person in class. But mm-hmm. the more you do it, the truer that becomes because and it's not just because you get more comfortable doing yoga you start to realize that everybody's at yoga for different reasons but usually there are some uh core truth you know of why we show up on the mat right uh and and so it it actually doesn't matter what position your body's in um what asana you know you're practicing in that moment it just it matters that you're breathing and it matters that you showed up and it, and it matters and I, that, you know, you're honoring your, your body. Yeah. Right. And I, I credit you for much inspiration for me on that regard. I remember a conversation we were having once and I was like, Beth, my, my crown feels open and my, you know, sacral also feels mm-hmm. open, but you know, in between, I'm not so sure. And you're like, Oof, Desiree, that's a, that's a long journey between head to gut, yeah. you know, yeah. he said, you better work on that heart. I said, yeah. come on, my heart's open, forget it, you know. <laughs> and uh, I can remember the first heart-opening yeah. uh, practice I did. I, you know, I was, like, just in tears. Yeah. And It uh, can be excruciating to just be in that open-up position. Right, right. right. You take okay, a friend, so, It's like, oh, my body's just there, but it actually does does something for, oh, for, for sure. the spirit. for sure. Yeah. So yoga and therapy. And then, so my other question is, you know, what other ways have you – well, I know, but, you know, talk about the other ways you've created art since leaving um, mm-hmm. a fully artistic career. So I, I do want you to talk about your poetry. I know you were just recently published mm-hmm. in Mudfish. Mhm. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Um, yeah, talk about that. So the goal is not to get published. I kind of just sent things in. My sister sent me a book beginning of the year. Uh, it was like, 2020 Poets Market. Mm-hmm. So I was just thumbing, thumbing through it and like, yeah, I'll send it in this one and I'll send it in that one. And honestly, the first rejection I got, I Ooh. cried happy tears. Like, really, really mm-hmm. happy tears. <laughs> was like, mm-hmm. I've never cried happy tears about rejection, you know, as a singer. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I never, I'm sure I cried tears of rejection as a singer, but that got less and less. You know, the more auditions you do, it's kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm probably going to get it's probably not going to work out, but I'm going right. to give my best shot. You know, um, so right. you, you become friends with rejection over time sure. as, as a performing artist, but as a writer, you know, for me, was like, I'm not trained and I was really, I'm like, okay, I'm writing from the heart. Uh, I'm writing in whatever the heck my style is. And it's meaningful to me. And that's kind of like, that was it. Right. And so when I sent it in and got a rejection, I was just so happy that I, it meant I sent it in to someone. And somebody yeah. read my words and whatever, they you know, I didn't get published. Mm-hmm. But, you, you know, you talk to writers and it's like, yeah, you're, you know, you're, you might never get published. Or you, you know, if you get published, it doesn't really, even, just, you know, whatever. So, yeah, that's something I brought up in one of the earlier podcasts about, like, permission to create art without there being someone or something on the other side to you know um validate or applaud yeah it's kind of like you know instead if, if a tree falls in the forest kind of thing you know and nobody's <laughs> around it's like right uh it does right. make a sound and i think it does i think it does make a sound because right. everything we do is vibrational you know so sure. uh, singing vibrational writing vibrational walking around your city is vibrational it's you are moving through space and time and like it or not, every little thing we do, there's this idea. It's like, okay, everything matters and nothing matters. And it's, mm. it's kind of true, mm, right? That's a, hard, that's, a, that's a difficult, that's a difficult thing to sit with sometimes. Yeah. Sure. Or can Well, be. because you could view it as a oh, lot, wow, that's a lot of pressure, you know, you know, I've struggled um, with that. Yeah. 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 But everything matters and nothing matters. It's the same. Like it's, Um, you know, the the light and the dark and it's the it's the balance of the universe. It's the pendulum swinging, you know. It so it just is what so her the song heart connection I have to remember this is uh, <laughs> separate from us chatting maybe <laughs> yeah oh um, go ahead you know, right, back to the song heart connection my brand <laughs> no um, yes so, so I am curious <laughs> oh she annoyed me I mean I always tuned Delilah, in but she bothered me <laughs> love someone oh yeah. shit uh... <laughs> so <laughs> Okay, the the moments in which you have turned to laying down a track for the sake of emoting like just, vocally, just like that, right? Just yeah. messing around with just whether like it be, that. you know, um Delilah. No, please, no, no. Um, like Elif, uh, uh, like Elif, oh. or like you turn on oh, and you sing some yeah. like crazy ass Gelada aria. Um, oh my god! Nice oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> to like, do that. So what? No, and I mean like. I love it because you're like me. Sometimes you'll throw it up on Instagram. Sometimes we'll, we'll share it sure. with each other or whatever yeah. the case is. Right, right, like, right, yeah. What brings you to that point to have to create that in that moment? Or is it less serious than what I'm describing? Uh, it's as serious as play can be. <laughs> I like that. Okay. I mean, in, in play. play is mm. serious in that it needs to happen right everybody needs play if you lose a sense of play you know you know oof, i read i read it's the number it's a one drama healer dark fact. Fact. Yeah. yeah yeah so it's really just you know being in that state or sense of play and mm-hmm. i think through that sure can art be created yeah i mean right. I, it's i think it's a way to kind of like um, exercise flexibility as well. Mhm. Um because Right, non rigidity. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, non rigidity. I think yeah. you know, just throwing things out there and exercising your, your brain and your heart and, you know, if you're singing it your your throat, uh in ways that you know, oftentimes it's it's difficult to do if we have our regimen,
1: you know, right. working
0: for us. Right. We have our programming of what we do and how we sing and, mm. you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, our, the perception itself. So, right. Yeah. plays. Yeah. That was, that was something also I touched on earlier is like permission to, mm-hmm. right. Which could be mm-hmm. simplified as play, just mm-hmm. in my opinion, you know, they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, and there was something that we, we did discuss briefly on, on Friday that I, I wanted to bring up again. I told you about this man that I met in uh Santa Fe who runs this organization, nonprofit called Little Globe, in which people from the community bring their art uh mm-hmm. with it, you know, within the community. And um one of the things that they did uh, was called Life Cycles, in which a uh, lyricist and a composer goes into a nursing home to get these stories from, well, life stories from the elderly um, as they are nearing the end of their life. And through a collection of, say, I don't know how many, but, you know, 10, 12 people, they put up this performance cycle at the Lensic Theater downtown. And mm-hmm. he mentioned, first of all, I think that's so amazing, but you touched on something beautiful the last time that I want to bring up again. Uh, and he said within you know, a week usually these people they, they come and attend the performance, they see their stories put to music and then they pass on within, you yeah. know, seven days time. And you said something to you know, something along the lines of, Well that's that's beautiful, but why do we have to wait till the end of someone's life no. to tell these yeah. stories, right?
1: Yeah. And
0: that was that was an excellent point. And um you know, also to tie this into that, that night we were on the rooftop having delicious margaritas and tacos galore. No, you're yeah. <laughs> <It's> silly <laughs> um, yeah. talking about the conversation of race in theater and how, mm-hmm. you know, someone like um, I don't know how this will evolve in opera. It's I would, I would say it's probably m- more sensitive for good reason now mm-hmm. in musical theater. And I think it's finding its way to opera. Mm-hmm. From what I can tell, but um, you know, a, a non-Latino playing the role of Maria in West Side Story, um, mm-hmm. and there's this conversation of, well, you know, is the point for the people that are not of Hispanic ethnicity to mm-hmm. to embody this character and to further understand, uh, you know, their culture through through Portraying this role, or you know is this not okay and right someone of of the ethnicity should be playing the role <clears throat> for that reason to to tell the story mm-hmm. properly, and you'd said what i I think I remember saying that there needs to be more art, and there needs Correct. to be more stories being told right, right. Um, and I still believe that right and think i mentioned that uh tony morrison wrote before um can you can you bring it back up yeah um she says i never asked tolstoy to write for me a little colored girl in lorraine ohio i never asked james joyce not to mention catholicism or the world of dublin never and i don't know why i should be asked to explain your life to you we have splendid writers to do that but i am not one of them It is that business of being universal, a word hopelessly stripped of meaning for me. Faulkner wrote what I suppose could be called regional literature and had it published all over the world. That's what I wish to do. If I tried to write a universal novel, it would be water. Behind this question is the suggestion that to write for black people is somehow to diminish the writing. From my perspective, there are only black people. When I say people, that's what I mean. Hmm. and you know i I just i love that uh, yeah what do you and, take away from that well, you know it's it's about not diminishing anyone else's story right. and bringing everybody's story- if you have a story to tell, which we all should, do you should be able to <laughs> we all yeah we all do um yeah and it's it isn't about telling this universal story it's it's funny because I think the deeper you go into one very specific part of your life or one very specific and meaningful story to you, Oddly enough, the more universal it feels because, Mm. because we start to go like, Oh man, you know, that, that feeling, you know, I didn't have that exact experience, but I actually can empathize with that because I remember that time that that felt this one thing felt really horrible and it took me years to overcome that. and, so on and so forth, right? And, and so specifically things, you know, having to do with, with race and, and art. And I think the more stories we can tell, the closer we will, we will become as human beings because I'm somebody who firmly believes that you could put you know, eight different people of eight different ethnicities Nationalities, or you know, with eight different skin colors, whatever, whatever you want to do, I and and eight different, wildly different professions, Mm. um, and eight different incomes, right? Let's let's throw that in there. Mm -hmm. If you put those people at a table, and you know, you you give them a beer, and you you really get to know each other. And they're stuck there for twelve hours, and all they can do is tell their stories. I I just don't see anyone walking away from that table, and, unless they have a, a real ish, a real issue, like right? A, a, a psychopathy kind of issue. Sure.
1: But well, if away, if not, walking away from if that
0: would be walking away from empathy, that would correct. be empathy. Would right. be actually like. I'm not that far from that person and I can put myself in their shoes. And, and so therefore if something bad happens to them, that's something bad happening to me. Right. That's not, I'm not far away from that person. I'm actually quite close. And so right. we've all got to be there for each other period. Well, And, and that's, what, that's what that's what art does. That's what stories do. That's exactly that stories matter. And this is why I firmly believe in the song heart connection best. Yes. Yeah, because it, it is, is. <laughs> It's storytelling <laughs> because it's storytelling it's true. through music yeah. and 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 like i said how many how many times have you or i or anyone else encountered a song and it's like well well great this i, I can relate to this and i believe other people can relate to this and it's mm. you know the story of someone else is a, is in turn the story of us i yeah. think yeah. uh and right that was very well articulated thank you thank you for a beautiful said. question it's an important question it is an important question um how come you didn't tell me schitt's creek was out by the way <laughs> now we're down to the real nitty-gritty um, like <laughs> <under> um, <laughs> let's pivot um it already well, out. <laughs> it's been out for like I weeks. I don't know where you ha, Haven't you, Beth. you Beth, been the watching Netflix as well? No, I okay. no, I rarely turn anything on. In fact, but no, now I that it. I know I it's there, I have to. I have it to is talk there, talk and I know you watched right the special. <laughs> I made that mistake oh. too. There's that wonderful oh, special for anyone yeah. listening that doesn't know. There's that wonderful little tidbit of a special. The documentary activity. on their their final filming for the season. So good. And I lovely. Beth.
1: I'll tell you, I was
0: sobbing. Yeah, great show for that I was reason. A... Okay. Yeah, the doctor oh, was
1: beautiful. me too. Me too. Forget oh, it.
0: like wait till you see the uh the, so real. the marriage. Oh yeah, my God! I know. I, I know. So at least we can't. I mean, that's not a spoiler because anyone who's oh, it's not a spoiler. Everybody knows through, through season five. Well. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well. And if you haven't watched it, it's still, it's still not a spoiler. It's fine. Um, I I love. Um, I love everyone's, well, I I like how small the cast is. You know what I mean? And everybody has such a specific personality. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, they highlighted this in the documentary, just saying how you really do feel like these people are your family. Um, I do feel that. (laughs) And uh, to see them grow as a family over six seasons, in in the most absurd environment is just absolutely special right (laughs) but don't you feel like some of the beauty in that show is that without losing they gain authenticity by Mm -hmm. shedding masks i mean i think of alexis's journey oh yeah like i just looking at her if you watch the first episode and then the last episode i mean right you know, she's 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 still she's there. Really evolved, she's still right. there, but the evolution mm-hmm. is incredible, and and yeah, yeah. you know, somebody <sighs> she's found her purpose, and she's found uh, her strengths, and right, yeah, it's, it's a great. Story oh. it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. As has been this conversation. <laughs> that was a horrible horrible was that Moira? Well it was an attempt it was obviously oh, wasn't great wow. if you're questioning well we uh-huh. can't all be great you know listen that's something to strive towards um, <laughs> you have got the whole rest She's of icon. this year and probably year. next year so spend a little time oh, wow. on your Moira impression um, um, cheers yeah cheers cheer, cheer, cheers to that herb <laughs> <Curb> or <laughs> <Earthling. Beth-y>. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's the best. It's the best. Uh, well. Well, thank you. This has for, been lovely. For, Jen. for usual. Yeah. Thank you. Some, some lovely. Did it record this? Ah, lovely jump from here. Mysterious. Oh, oh, it it did. And uh, <laughs> we'll end when we hang up. And I will be Beautiful. including the two previous times when I called you. Oh, when you were boy. in the shower. Oh, wow. Two in one day, That's by the way. Great. That's <laughs> your call. Valuable mm-hmm. to everybody. I'm oh. Sure. Oh, yes. Wow. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. So. Beth, well, thank you for coffee real. talk thank you, uh, thank you. on the heart. Oh, there it is. I was about to do the, it. Strong <laughs> hearts. Connection. Herb <laughs> <To> I, <Erdlinger. laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even know. Oh, that. my God. Okay. We, we better. And, we better. yeah, we're going to sign off now. Okay. And, be, and scene. Scene. be real. And All right. And scene. Okay. Love and, you. And Thanks for having okay, me. Love you most. Talk bye. to you later. Bye.